doing the business worldwide and we are on the air. I am your host, the sickest one of them all, Sick Vic. With a shut up woman back there. My wife is on fire. She loves to poke fun at me in these in the episodes. Please excuse her. If you want, if anyone wants to tell her to shut the fuck up, go ahead. No, she probably has a chunk, but she's probably gonna smack you with it. <laughs> oh no, I learned that lesson. No, no. Yeah, I'm the furthest went, went away, so I'll tell her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, my, <laughs> my wife and Jason have somewhat of a feud going on. But anyways, with with me today is the board that was like, talking about the XUCs, you know, the XUC rumors. Mr. Marcus, Mr. Stats of Figures, and from Ireland, Brian Murray. How you doing, guys? Howdy. 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 What's up? And what time is over there, Brian? 11 o'clock right now? It's 10 past 11, so you don't have me for very long. <laughs> I do not blame you at all. With me today are the two guys that are the heartbeat of XUC. We have Ronan and Tough Daddy. How you guys doing today? Okay. How are you? We're doing well. I appreciate you coming on. We always like to have both sides of when we hear something about promotion to come on to squash it all out. Um, I guess right now we'll just go right into the questions that we have. Because if anyone needs an update about what's was talked about and what what's what's going on that you're not listening to this show. So watch the episodes. Uh, tough day. This is the question is for you. True, All right. True or false? There was a rumor out that you carried a gun with you at a, at a, during a wrestling event. And my LTC event suggests I am. And anyone who is LTC in any state would tell you they don't go anywhere without theirs. And I'm not the only per I'm not the only wrestler out there that is LTC. I know lots of wrestlers, professional wrestlers who are LTC. I know lots of promoters who are also LTC, and they all carry no matter what. Do we have it where somebody can grab it? Absolutely not. Why? Because that would be irresponsible. It is on at all times. If it's not on us, it is locked up safely, and it is unloaded while it is locked up. So you're saying that you did carry so what I had it, at, but it was, it was locked up. It, absolutely not. So it's not uh, like in a holster, like in a holster around your waist. Why you? If if I have it, it's on a holster and it's hooked up to my waist, but nobody can grab it. If, if I'm in the ring, it is not on me. It is locked up safe. It is discharged and locked up safely in a safe. Yeah, but doing a that, that is the responsible thing to do. Ask any gun owner. Huh? Just doing a wrestling event, you know, with kids around and stuff like that. It just takes one knucklehead to catch you off guard. And I'd like to see him try to get break seeds to a safe. No, if it's locked up, if it's locked up, it's a different story. It, you have it in old city, never. If it's, but it's better to have not need than to need and not have. If it's, it's your last sign of defense, if someone wanted to come at me, 
I'd rather use this first. Right. My hand, the old-fashioned way. Now, if it was walking, being locked up, that's a, that changes the whole picture. Yes, it would. It would well, like Walking into the ring with a gun and stuff to his side. And you can also ask other people who know that I carry other wrestlers and whatnot. Before I even walk into the arena, it is already locked up in a safe discharge. Meaning the gun is a pot, it's in a safe. Where that safe is in my car, that's my business and for no one else to know. It doesn't go back on me until after I'm out of the arena. And it might not be also in the car. It could probably be in the office of the building where they have a safe. Oh, so, so here again, nobody is going to be able to get to it unless. Then you know, and a lot of times those promoters will not only let me, but where they have the combination. So either way, it is locked up safely where nobody can get a hold of it. Ryan or Marcus, do you have any questions on this matter? I mean, as long as he's defending them, what can you really say? Well, we know my take on guns as an Irish person, but like, you know, it sounds plausible. It's like just guys who, who weren't on the podcast, I didn't listen to the podcast we did last week on guns in Ireland. We have zero gun uh, we have much different gun laws than you have in America so I think it's crazy that you're carrying guns full stop but it sounds plausible like if it if it's safe and it's locked away it makes perfectly with, with the laws that you have that sounds perfectly good to me guns are not around children what part of Ireland? I live in I live in uh, Longford, uh, which is the Midlands, but I'm from Dublin. Oh, you're from Dublin. Okay. I'm from Dublin, born and bred in Dublin. Nice. Gwitch. Gwitch. Question two: True or false? Tough daddy. There was a report that your father called someone a fag in public. False. That was, that's totally false. False. Okay, we can't, we can't say that's, that's what we were told. There's no video of it, no audio of it, so we can't really, but if you say it's false. He said, she said. And all I want to say, too, is, is if someone has a problem with me, that's one thing, but don't attack my family. I don't care who it is in my family. Like, it's personal. Yeah, well, I, I absolutely believe that. Just yeah, Very much so. Yeah. I agree with that, too. Yeah, leave the family alone. I, that's why when you say it's false, it's false. Next subject. Let's go talk about the... Uh, the registered sex offender that was on the show. Oh, you mean the one that kicked out of the uh, out of the building? Yeah. What is the story of that? We looked up his um, because he's a level three sex offender, which level three yeah, sex offender could be as, could be as little as in 
he spanked his kid in front of people and they called the cops. No, it wasn't that. Read into it more. It talks about he, he exposed himself to a 14-year-old child. Uh, now, the thing with this is, hold on, hold on a second. I want to answer this one. The reason why he was kicked out was because he was a sex offender, a level three. The person who brought him there, who let him know about the, the thing, and then tried to, and then put him in a show, I was in the back, so I couldn't see that where, uh, where the cage was, where they were doing the match. Uh, and what ended up happening was this guy who's a friend of his and took pictures with him saying, my buddy uh, turned around and gave him a, uh, a zebra shirt, a, a, a referee shirt, and I had him switch the pants with his brother who had black pants so he could be a ref during the match. Now, I didn't know this. I didn't even know the guy was in the building. Okay? When I found out about it, I went up to him and told him he needed to leave right now and never come back because if he ever did again, I was going to have him arrested because he's not supposed to be around kids. And... I found that offensive that this guy who we were trusting to be a promoter at the time. Not a promoter, but a booker. A booker, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, Lingo. Funny uh, title. <laughs> right. A booker. Turned around and put someone who is a level three sex offender and knows this in a position where he could be around kids. And then. Another person who was there, who knew it, that he was a sex offender, said to, said to Tough Daddy, oh, I didn't think it was my, my business to say anything. You knew he was a sex offender. That is your business. Because if you have fans and someone gets molested, they're not going to ever come back to the thing. Oh, God, that's the least so, of your worries. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. least. So, I, soon as uh, well, uh, someone had sent Tough Daddy a text, and the look on his face, I thought it was his wife. I said, what's the matter with your wife? I, I thought it was his wife. He says, and then he showed me the phone, and I turned around and said, stay right here at the table. I'll take care of this. And I did. But now, since then, that guy has turned around and tried to blacklist us, has tried to uh, get us uh, canceled in every way he could think of. The, the, the pedophile has? Sorry, the pedophile has tried to get you canceled? Then he's trying to turn around and then say that uh, I'm against the LGBTQ community. Now, if you go to my page on Instagram, you'll see that I support the LGBTQ community. I've been doing it for a very long time. Uh, I have things that are, uh, that are, uh, are LGBTQ friendly. Uh, I'm pagan. So m- most pagans I would say are LGBTQ 
friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a Satanist, because I am a Satanist, uh, we don't discriminate against people just because of their sexual orientation. Uh, so I found this really funny that this guy was trying to uh, talk crap about us uh, and and then have his friend also say the same stuff. Now, he turned around and said something to me off the cuff, which was he was using it as an insult and it was meant in a derogatory way against the LGBTQ community. And I said to be funny, well, ab- about the balls, right? And I don't exactly remember what it was. I uh, uh, tough that he might have the the. It the, was a comment that was sent to you. That, yeah, I was gonna say they, that, that that's gonna be my next question. That comment that that was sent. Yeah, that's what Roman's uh, talking about. But you weren't sent the whole thing and how the whole thing was started because yeah. the only part that I remember seeing was the guy asking how many sex offenders were there, were booked, and Ronan wrote in saying none because you weren't invited. And then next thing you know, it escalated from there. Yeah, it was to Randall Saunders. You keep saying I fired the first shot, but I didn't even know anything about you until you fired the first shot, talking shit about XUC. So apparently you reading comprehension skills are poor keyboard warrior. That's okay if you're trans. You might remove your balls, but I don't think they can implant ovaries in you yet. That technology isn't available, and you sound really tough threatening someone someone you start with because you aren't getting your way. Don't cry. Just picture yourself in tights and tutus singing, We Are the Champions. Have a nice day. Yeah, it's derogatory towards him, not against the LGBTQ. Matter of fact, there was quite a few people that were almost uh, the LGBTQ community that I showed that to. They laughed their asses off. They thought it was funny as anything. But you, 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 uh, see, you, you see that now, like the, the, I don't want to say they're a fragile group, but there are, you know, there could be a handful that might look at that and be like, wait a second. You know, that's a jab towards us. And then say, he was the one that made the jab. I just, I just turned around and said, "Well, you, uh, they haven't implant, haven't implanted ovaries in you yet, so that you, you can't, you know." That was in reference to what he had said. Mm-hmm. Now, if he were now, here's the thing: this guy has been. Uh, these people have been using all kinds of things that were against the LGBTQ community. They made pictures of me and uh, Top Daddy. Uh, uh, having us as queer, as queer, and got up or gay or whatever, because some people do use the term queer, some people do use the term gay. Uh, either way, uh, they were using it in a derogatory way against us, and we didn't take offense to it. We thought it was funny. I even said to uh, to Tough Daddy, I said, "Look, I'd like to go into the um one of the uh." the things where they are at uh, with a brace on my back and say, I broke my back on a mountain. You know, in reference to broke back mountain. Uh, just, 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 just,
had a picture of us as broke back mountain. And then, like I said, they got mad and upset when they heard that we were embracing it. Yeah. Because they've tried. Now, at work, people would joke with us, especially some of the gay people we work with, and go, oh, use uh, work husbands. So, you know, we would, and still to this day, you know, and it's been going on for like three years, you know, they'll say, oh, Ronan, where's your work husband? Uh, you know, then they'll say my real name, go, where's your work husband, Ronan? And I go, I don't know, or, oh, he's right there. So for when they put that, we'll call my phone. It, it didn't bother us. We embraced it because we already called each other work husbands. Yeah, yeah. We 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 never always work husbands. Like like re reading that for me, it didn't offend me. It just I'm someone that will say something like off the cuff to people, and people will get me be like, "Hey, wait a second, that you know," and I get a shit storm back, a backlash back. That's why I look at this. I was like. I can see myself in your position about, you know, saying something like that and then getting a backlash from it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I haven't had any backlash. On, on, the only people I got a backlash from were the people that I gave it to. And then they, 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 they're trying to make something out of nothing. Uh, it's funny, you know, they, they talk a lot of crap. But when I go to these venues and they're there, they don't say two words to me. You know? And like I said, keyboard warriors. A, a lot of good things that are happening for XUC. Yeah. We keep getting uh, people talking about us in, in a positive way. You know, they try, they try to tell us that we couldn't resurrect it. And I turned around and I said to Tough Daddy, I go, no. This is like the Phoenix. We're going to resurrect. We're going to come back to the ashes. And that's why the first... Uh, live show that we did that was the name of the show and people really were enjoying it um and that's pissing them off too these people i mean all right i can understand people making a mistake he was trying to help out a friend fine i can understand that but that was a huge mistake okay but then to turn around and um, the other guy turn around and say, well, it's not my place. Well, your friend of his also, you knew this guy was a sex offender also because he's on his page also. Uh, to turn around and say you didn't know anything about it. Well, you can't say that either. And mind you, this sex offender guy my sister dated for a while, and he beat the shit out of her. And when oh, I he was a ticket of a sex offender. And, and when I brought this up that he beat my sister, which is all I had in my mind, I was told, "What did I teach you when you were younger as your coach? Be the better person. Be the better person to a someone that beat the fuck out of my sister." It's hard. Yeah, pretty much. My father and I wanted to beat the fuck out of this guy because he was there. My father was there. But what stopped my father and I from doing it is the fact that there were kids there. And neither my father or I would beat the fuck out of somebody in front of children. We just won't do that. If it's in front of adults, that's one thing. But we won't do it in front of children. 
And there was nobody, there was no way to bring the guy to do that to. And if we did, now we're getting arrested for assault and battery. Because unfortunately, they have laws that protect these sick fucks. Unfortunately, they do. Brian or Marcus, do you have any questions or comments so far? Yeah, uh, not really. I'm just listening. Like, that's the best thing I can do right now for you asking any real questions is just to listen and see what's going on first. Well, like, a lot of people already know because of my connections from when I had a paranormal show uh, back in the day. I stopped doing it back in, like, 2017. But anyways, I had my paranormal show on in 12 towns in Massachusetts on the cable access. And because of that, I used when Ronan and stuff was talking about when someone gave him the idea um, that it'd be cool to go on to cable access. Um, I, 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 I have I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Uh, yeah. Because I have to drop off, and I have to drop off in a minute. So, quick question before I leave to uh, to, to depart into the land of nod here in Ireland. Um, you mentioned that the guy was talking shit about you. Was that the sex offender? Yeah, well, he was talking because of the he was friends with him. He was talking. Because of the fact so, I kicked his friend out and then he wasn't allowed to come back into any of the venues that I have. I can't have that in my venue. That sounds it sounds to me, Vic, just going on what I'm hearing. And I know we haven't heard the last two questions, but it sounds like to me that the crap that's been spouted about these guys is coming from outside sources because other people are unhappy. Um and they're trying to cause shit. So I, I, I think I know where I'm leaning in a decision verdict wise. Just from listening to them, they sound so rational compared to the other call that we were on. Because what they're saying makes sense. What these guys are saying is making sense to me. I'm, I'm thinking these guys. I think these guys, like as we we're trying to come to the verdict, if they were guilty or not, not that it's up to us, but in our, in our, in our learner opinions. I think these guys are innocent. Yeah, we'll definitely turn that way too. I appreciate that. It's looking down. that way to me, and I, like it's not got anything to do with me, but like, um, I know I haven't heard the last two parts, but everything these guys have said has been quite, has made a lot of sense compared to the other call that we were on. No, just much more coherence, much more understanding than uh, the, the the with the other two guys. And like I said, if you ever uh, interested to see my page on Instagram, Ronan Lubell, R-O-N-A-N-L-O-U-B-E-L. You'll find me. Yeah. You'll see that I have stuff that is uh, Celtic, uh, Satanic, uh, all kinds of th different things that I've been involved in. Yeah, okay. Satanic. What did that involve? Like, I've got, I've got, I've got to drop because I've got to help my wife with the baby, and it's late, so I really deeply right, apologize. Right, I've got to fly, guys. I wish you all the best. Sounds to me like these are decent guys who've got a lot of shit thrown at you. You got my vote. Not that it matters. It matters. <laughs> we appreciate it. I fucking know it does. <laughs> if you want.
<laughs> Perfect. Chat to you soon, lads. Later, brother. Bye bye. See you, Marcus. Bye bye. Bye bye. Real quick, getting back on the cable access thing. You know, this is another thing that pissed a lot of people off. Like I, like I was just saying before, that gentleman had to go. When when Tony Jones uh, brought it up, Maniac Michael, a lot of people back up as being a professional and being professionally trained. A lot of people love the guy. Real big sweetheart. You should look him up and maybe have him on your show one day. Maniac Mike is like one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet in wrestling. Really is. Nobody really has anything bad to say about the guy. But even then, he's like, oh, that would be really cool if you could get, you know, what you see on, you know, on cable access. So when you roll in with talking to me about it at work, since we do work together, and sometimes we have breakfast together, sometimes we have it with other, you know, bus drivers, CDL bus drivers. But anyways, long story short, I said, look, I still know a lot of people. A lot of the people I know still work in these towns. Some don't work, work in these towns anymore, so I might not be able to get it on. But the ones that I, I, I'm still in contact with, I should be able to get the show on. So sure enough, they remembered me. They were happy to see I was still in the entertainment field somehow, and they put us on. And I got us on at least 10 of I think the, it's up to 12 or 13 now, isn't it? Of 17 towns that I that I originally had my paranormal show on. And now I just got it on to 12. And on top of that, the other day when Ronan was checking the XUC email, he forwarded over to my email, and it was two different cable access companies uh, from two different towns in Massachusetts. And... Um, one of them, believe it or not, I think is like on the border of like Mass in, in Connecticut or Mass in New York, something like that. Uh, but but anyways, they wrote to XUC saying, hey, I watch your shows on on uh, YouTube and Facebook. I'm a big wrestling fan. I'd love to put that on my cable access. I'm the director. I think people in my town would love it. Uh, could you send me copies? I can air it starting in uh, fall and winter because in our cable access in the small town that we're in, uh, we're allowed to update the system every season. So the new system would be forward. I'd love to put you guys up. So Ronan's like forwarded over to me and said, look, you're the media and graphics. Send them our, our show. So I sent, it our, I sent in our show. I explained to him how Ronan, the promoter, asked me, Tough Daddy, um, the media specialist, to send them over to show. They wrote back. They've been in contact with me and Ronan and said, thank you very much. Uh, we're definitely going to put you on a time slot starting fall. These people reached out to us. I didn't reach out to them. Ronan didn't reach out to them. Or even Tony Jones, who's like one of the other guys that also helped out the media because he got us on in a couple of towns that were his old stopping grounds from when he worked in cable access himself, when he got paid for working in cable access. We're growing. These cable access, this cable access company reached out to XUC. And this is pissing people off that more and more towns now want us on and are asking us to send them the shows. Yeah. So, I That's mean, impressive. if we were doing something. That's the best event I can think of. I mean, why would they want us on in their town? And why would the... And, and here's the other thing. 
because Ronan uh, pointed this out. Well, him and, and, and this guy, Tony Jones, I was talking about another sweet guy, too, like Maniac Mike. And Maniac Mike's pointed out, too, as well, is every time someone tries to knock XUC down, one of the, I'm not going to mention any names, uh, all of a sudden we get more subscribers on the YouTube channel and more followers on Facebook. He's yeah. doing us a favor. Or yeah, trying to do to destroy us. <laughs> Only three people really in particularly, it's not working. If anything, it's helping us gain more fans. And they keep trying to knock us down, and we laugh as we get more and more subscribers. I mean... That's a project, yeah. I mean, seriously, it, it's just ridiculous that they... They're trying everything that they could possibly do to blackball us, and it's not working. There's people that have, when they looked at the situation, turned around and said, "Well, we we know we know this guy." Yeah, it's just him being him. And another thing that pisses off just certain people, not everybody that's been a part of XUC or still is is Ronan had already been talking about making training necessary. And he said, come to New Year, but he didn't say when in the New Year. So last January, uh, which would be, yeah, the, the first show we did in January, which was a taping, he turned around and had a meeting with everybody in the locker room and said, starting now, training is mandatory. A few people started flipping out, and he turned around and said, look, as you all know, yes, I am a fan going into being a promoter, which it's not the first time it's happened in professional wrestling where a fan goes into being a promoter. Right. They have a much difficult time of gaining respect than, say, someone who was a wrestler going into a promoter. But, I mean, it's happened. But anyways, long story short, he said training is, ne uh, is mandatory. Now, somebody said something about me, and Ronan turned around and said, look, he goes, Tough Daddy, his family is like my family. He goes, we're family. He goes, but when it comes to XUC, he's just another employee like the rest of you. He goes, outside XUC, he's my family. During XUC, he's an employee. He goes, and then he looked right at me and said, and that goes for you to stop going to training. And I did. I went You've been going to training? And I've been uh, training since every week. We've tried to get uh, a couple of the other people, three people training. Uh, because one of them was, it, now this is something that kind of is sad. We had a person on in XUC at the time who's transgender, okay? okay. Uh, the problem became when she was in training before she came to XUC. I don't mean to interrupt. Is she the first XUC champion? She was, she, yeah, we had her, okay, we, we built about. her up. I know you're talking okay? about. And the reason why was because of the fact that she was being discriminated against because of her orientation. Uh, and she only went to training for about three to six months. So she didn't have a lot of training. So I wanted everybody to have be get good training. So this way, here 
we all would be professional on the stage. There's always something you can learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we had her. I wanted to get her training. There were people who were offering her free training. She refused. Then we had a, a, a TJ who he never had any training. We offered him to have some training. He says, oh, I can't do that because then I'd be tired for wrestling. All other wrestlers do this. Right. So you need, if you want to work for XUC, you need to have training. He refused. That's why he's no longer part of XUC. Uh, and like I said, you know, I can't have someone who's not going to look out for the interests of XUC. When he's refusing to have training, when he's, refu uh, when he's refusing to disclose that there was someone in the building that shouldn't have been there and said it's not his business, uh, I can't have that. Because then how do I trust someone who may or may not be looking out for the best interests of the company? Yeah, and they, here's the you know what I'm saying? I, I can also not have money to, you know, for, for training or whatnot. You know, everybody as you know personal i'm not going to bring up any of this personal stuff but i even turned around and stated because i did believe in tj and i still do i said i think he has a good gimmick and i said that i would pay for his training not because i wanted anything back i didn't want nothing back i didn't I offered. pay me back the money i didn't want no one to pay me back the money i was willing to pay for his training and i even offered to pay for his training and and he did. And and Ronan even said, How about you pay one week, I'll pay the next week. And again, we were willing to do this out of the kindness of our hearts. Didn't want no no money back at all. No money from him, no money from nobody. Yeah. We were willing to just give the money because we believed in him. This is the reason why it bothers me and, that's the way things have happened. It, it is this, you know. I, again, I have no problem with TJ. Regardless of what TJ might think or what people might want to tell him, I have no problem with him. I think he's cool as shit. I just think it's sad that, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but a, a lot of people take advantage of him, and and, and they just basically tell him what, what we all want to hear, which are the high hopes and big dreams uh, of making it big and having a storyline and, and whatnot. You know, and, and that just pisses me off when people take advantage of people like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of people who see the talent that DJ can be. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people see the talent that he can't be, but don't want to really help them and direct them in the right way. Now, this is just my opinion. I think he needs direction. I think he needs training to be better I, than what he can already be, than what he already is. But unfortunately, he's not going to go further without real professional training. He, he's just not. They're always going to use him as a jobber. And I know they're going to see this, and, and I know they're going to say something, and one of the things is probably going to be that I'm full of shit and I'm a fucking liar. But I'm not lying. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm looking straight in the camera, no smirking, no nothing. I believed in TJ. I still believe him. I still believe he could be something. 
But again, it's all about training and profit training. You need to have it. I mean, one, if if you're in the ring and someone is saying, all right, I want you to do this, and you don't know how to do this, or you don't even know what an Iggy is, then if you're hurt or something like that, and someone's like, hey, you know, squeeze my finger or something like that, you know, to, to give some kind of uh, idea that you're okay, and they don't even know what that is, that could be very dangerous for someone to be in a ring that doesn't have the, the training, the, the knowledge to be in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is the reason why I wanted, I said, starting the, uh, in the new year, this is what we're going to do because I don't want to have anyone get hurt. That can, it's, a, it's a very demanding um, sport. It's very physical. It can you can easily get hurt or killed. I mean, if you watch some of the the, the, pro, the real professional ones like uh, WWE stuff like that, or some of these other places, some of these uh, these athletes get killed. I mean, seriously, you need to know what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I expect. That's what I demand. And if some people don't want to do that, then they can't work for XUC. And, and real quick, speaking of the Iggy, this much I'll back DJ up on. He knows what the Iggy is. But you need to know more than just that for professional wrestling. Right. You know, I'm not going to sit here and expose uh, the business and sport that I, I love so much and have so much passion for if I did it. I would have never gone back to training after 20 years. And I wasn't going to training every week. And because it was 20 years ago when I got my training, I had to start all the way at the bottom as a rookie. And just yesterday, I was told from my coach that I'm now in the advanced course, which the only step from there is when the coach finally says, okay, you're ready for a rumble or I think you're ready for a tag match or a triple threat or something. You know, so, well, I mean, again, you know, Ronan is right, though. You know, and you can see he has the mind of not just a businessman, but a, a promoter. You know, training is important. And there's many professionals who I've talked to Ronan already that he's gotten to either meet on his own somehow through Facebook or that I introduced him to. Or Maniac Mike, Tony Jones, some of the names I brought up earlier have introduced them to. And they all agreed with them. Training is mandatory. People should go to training every week. When you have two perfect, really good trained uh, individuals in a ring, it looks really good. It looks real. It looks exciting. It, it brings a, uh, a it brings something to the, the, the match. So that people say, I want to come back again because this is amazing. You know, you look at some of the, the, the things that, like, you know, I mentioned WWE. Uh, that is one of my favorites. Uh, also SmackDown. You look at the, the people like The Rock or Triple H, all these other guys that really know their craft really well. You're not going to tell me that 
this is just somebody who walks into a ring without training. Right. They everything that they do is right to the T. And that's why they don't they, the 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 chance, the accidents and stuff like that are very minimal because they're doing things right. And that's what I want I expect from the people that I'm employing. You know? That makes sense. Um yeah. I mean, Tough Daddy's getting so much better. I mean, he was already, you know, he was rusty, but he was good. But now, because of the training and stuff like that, you know, he's getting more physically fit. His cardio's getting better. You know, he's able, he's doing, he's learning new tricks and stuff like that. He's doing, he's doing well. You know? So, why can't everybody else do that? Good point. Marcus, what are your thoughts? Uh, like you said, you brought me on to be a impartial judge. And like I said, from like the initial thought of everything I'm hearing in the past 50 minutes or so, seems like it's just a bunch of damn haters. It's just that's literally what it sounds like. It's just like a bunch of haters who just, they the don't want to see. The only thing I'm upset at this is, Remember the last promotion we did an investigation on, Warrior Pro? And what type of K, K, what type of explosion? Like kind of kegs, you know, what is it? What do you call those? Um, Anyways, the fireworks from that were like unbelievable. This is just like, yeah, the story checks out. Yeah, but like in that particular case, it's like, he felt like his company did no wrong. From what they're talking about, they're literally saying, you know, we've done some wrong, but we've rectified it on the spot. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Absolutely. Everybody makes a mistake or something. Yeah. You know? And we it's, all fuck up. But you have to learn from it. But if you're not going to learn from it, then, you know, walk away. You know, that's, 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 that's just me. I've lived my life, uh, when I, when I get, get involved with something, I start learning as much as I can so I can perfect, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing. You know, when you, when you go into witchcraft, for example, you know, it's a year and a day. You, you're studying, you're training, you're learning things. Uh, and you're perfecting your craft yeah. so that if finally you get that that certificate and, you know, it says that you, you are now at least a first degree. Yeah. Um, and from there, you, you, you keep training, you keep learning. It's, it's always an ongoing learning experience. Yeah. You know, uh, there's always something you can learn. Anyways, I know Tuff has uh, training to go to, so I'm going to let you guys go. But I have no problems with XUC. None at I all. I don't hear any problems. Yeah, I think it's just smoke and mirrors that got our attention. We apologize that we you know we looked into this, but you know we're fans. We want to promote the best promotions that we can find in the United States and all over the world. 
And you know, you hear stories about some rotten apples in the barrel. We just want to make yep. sure you guys were cool. You guys came on. You explained everything. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And if this was law and order, I would say not guilty in all charges. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you. And thank you for having us. Yes, it was a pleasure. Uh, you have a great night. And uh, we'll have you guys on thank again. Thank you for the opportunity. We'll have you guys on again sometime soon to just talk XUC and where it's going to in the next couple of years and your plans yeah. and make it a, a big, big deal. Yeah. Okay. All righty. All right. All I right. appreciate you guys coming on, guys. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. Well, Marcus, I think hey. I was, I think I was had. Hey, I think I was had. I give them benefit of the doubt. They came in, they came, they told their story. They were willing to say, "Hey, we we made a few mistakes, but we did our best to rectify them." Hey, they're innocent in my book, unless somebody else comes on and we have a part three to this. This is the part three. A four in this case. I I already I already made a point saying like after this episode I'm not gonna go. Why be a dead horse? It's fun I'm, to be the dead horse. <laughs> I know, but now if someone says, "Hey, look at this video audio that we have," that's one thing. But you know, just. Well, yeah, like I I got no problem with. It. I literally hear nothing wrong with that. I really hear nothing. No, I think this is just. Subject is down the someone road. Someone got their feelings hurt, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, great. Yeah, we got to shit on these people. Yeah, they gather friends and, you know, and then make the story sounds legit. And that's the world we live in, I guess. I don't know. Unfortunately, good sir. If you excuse me, I need to get some more sleep. I have you work tonight. Uh, you got work tonight? I told you they changed my schedule. I know, but I thought you had two. Oh, that's right. You don't have Tuesdays off anymore. Well, I appreciate you coming on just to close this case. Thank you very much. Yeah. And so we talk, we're talking about UFC fighters, right? Yes, it is. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. This is Killing the Business Worldwide, and we are all out. Later, Marcus. Later.